This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, but you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Richard Kaufman. He's called the Combat Coach. He's a two-time best-selling author and a podcast host for a podcast that's ranking the top 1% of all podcasts in the world by Listen Notes. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, but uh, Richard, for, let's uh, let us know how you're feeling today. Brother, welcome to thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so blessed and honored. You've been on my show twice, so I'm just glad to be on your show once. Yeah, I think we we skip. I don't think we we did once. Uh, I I don't know if we did two. Did we do like a live stream or something? I don't remember. Well, we did one with audio only when I first started, and then we did one with Vin, with Streamyard. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's interesting. So, like, you, I forgot about that 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 part. But um, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I I was on your show and uh, I got people like tell me about it and reach out to me and things. So, uh, hopefully, you know, we can uh can get you some exposure here and and get you some to share some uh good advice and actionable tips for for business owners. But before we get into that, give us a a quick introduction about yourself and and what you're focusing on right now. All right. I'm a, a United States Army veteran with 23 years and a retired veteran uh, podcast host of the Vertical Momentum podcast, uh, two-time best-selling author, like you mentioned. Um, podcast is in the top 0.5% of all podcasts in the world. And it, the podcast focuses on how to teach business owners to be resilient, especially you know with COVID that came down and how to come back, even if you lost your business, how to come back and start a new one and making an even stronger business. And that's why you're the comeback coach, right? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like I said, I, I've worked with players from the NFL, Major League Baseball, WWE, uh, NBA, MLB. So I work with a lot of people to come back physically and mentally. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, so, so you know, given that, that that's your specialty about that resilience and, and coming back from – from being down for whatever reason, what are some actionable tips and advice that you have for business owners or just people in general that are, are looking to bounce back? Well, I think first of all, you got to take an inventory of where you are. That's the most important thing. And then you got to figure out, you got to find somebody that's crushing it and then work, find out what they're doing and then work backwards and start using the things that they're doing to become number one. So never look for the guys that are doing the same as you or a little bit better. Might as well go to the top, find out who's the top in your niche, find out what they're doing, and then start working it backward into your business. I like that. I like that. It's, a, it's, it's good to, to always aim to get better. And then if you are already striving for greatness, then why, why just focus on oh a little better and like you obviously like one percent better every day that uh, it compounds uh but but then you know have those big goals and 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 th those people that you want to be like and then create habits 
two that are the daily habits that you have to then work towards that big goal. So that, I completely resonate with that. Yeah, I see a lot of people, you know, they they see these people that, that are doing great people like in my field, Alex Ramosi, you know, uh, Gary V. And but they don't try to find out how they got to be that way. They're still just trying to reinvent the wheel when the well the wheel's been invented already. Now you just have to learn to see what they're doing and do do what they're doing and add it into your repertoire. Exactly. Just take what's already working and make your own. Be authentic, right? Like so then you know, use the things that are out there, but then also give it your flavor and your authenticity and what 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 makes you unique. So that way you have that unique selling proposition that I talk about a lot on my uh marketing uh consulting and uh, fractional CMO when I'm with clients, because if, if, if you're seen as a commodity that like anything, anybody can have you, or you don't really have that, something that is unique about you, even if you're using the winning formula from other people, then you're still going to be lacking that thing that will push people to, to work with you. Would you agree with that? Yeah. But I also agree, you know, uh, like my mentor, Mr. John Lee Dumas, when he sat me down and we talked and he, he became my mentor, he said, you want to be successful, you have to find out who your perfect avatar is. And sometimes you have to go an inch wide, but you got to go mile deep to find out who your perfect avatar is. So I think I think Mr. Jim Rohn said I might be wrong, but he said, if you're marketing to everybody, you're marketing to nobody. And I think there's something that Hermosi says that your niche will make you rich. Oh, yeah. So, Niches in the niches. <laughs> I think that, you know, a lot of people, they start a business, but they don't really know who their perfect avatar is. So they spend a lot of their marketing budget on people that are not even going to buy their product. Mm -hmm. That That's why it's so important to, you know, attaching back to what I was saying about that, the uniqueness and the unique selling proposition. Uh, what goes into that is not, oh, I invented this new thing that nobody has, is how do you go about it in that becomes you know it's attached very well with the with the niche and that ideal client avatar because it the way that you position yourself to serve that ideal client avatar that's typically the the uniqueness it's not that you're doing something that nobody else is doing in this magical way it's more of the approach that you have because you truly understand that type of person that's where you make it your ideal client avatar and that's how you can serve them better than your competition, right? Because you're like, so like you said, like just very deep and not very wide, right? So that, that's- Well, something favorite. that you taught me from when you're on the show, I never really looked at my analytics until me and you talked. And then I went back and I can tell exactly what age group is listening to my show, what gender, where they're from. But if it wasn't for, for talking to you, I would never realize how important- following my analytics are yeah it, uh, thank you thank you for that i'm glad that that i was able to give you some value i was uh I, i'm all, I always try to 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 give that people that that awareness of like look look at where you are right now look at what you have of the data where you want to be and then connect those two with a strategic plan and then, and then when after you have like, okay, this is the thing, then what are the habits? Now, that's a new thing that I started adding now. It's like, instead of goal setting of like, oh, I want to be the best podcaster. Okay, cool. Like, that's good that you want to be the best podcast in the world. But then what are the habits that you got to start doing every single day? 
and work towards those, those like small little actions and habits is something that is, becomes natural that you can just do it without thinking, right? When you can get to that, the, getting those habits that will compound into that goal, that's that's how I goal setting now. That's how I do my goal setting now. And I, I wanted to bring it up in here. And hopefully that helps you too. Well, it makes a lot of sense because like for me, once I started running a calendar where everything I do, my two words for this year were intention and attention. And everything I do has intention. So even everything I do has blocks of time. And that was taught for me by Mr. David Meltzer, that if you block out your time, you're going to be successful. But if you don't block out, if you don't run your schedule, your schedule is going to run you. I completely agree. That time blocking is the thing that, you, that is what every high performer time blocks. So it's one of the single most impactful things that you can do for your business and life in general. And and, and even I was just uh, before coming into this uh, recording, I actually saw a video of Jason Miller saying that it is very hard as a business owner, even if you have a lot of staff to go on vacation for two weeks, not look at your phone at all and just like completely disregard anything. So what he does uh, that he was saying in the video is that he does time blocking and then he blocks times where he knows is not going to affect the family experience right the family the vacation family experience in and that's when okay let me check slack let me make sure that things are running let me make sure that things are you know if somebody has needs my attention real quick so that way you're not completely disconnected and then you know hoping that as tight and everything that that jason like really has his things with his business He's still like there's things that needs his attention. So that time blocking, even on vacation, with, with that, with thinking about not affecting the family part, then that's something that it's uh it's it was a good thing that he put things into perspective. And I thought it was a good thing to add here. But it's also good is if you have your team built, it's not just about me. Or even if I'm vacation, I know that my op my Apple, my Spotify, my YouTube promoters. They're working 24 hours a day. So even if I'm at the beach hanging out with the kids, I know that the work is still being done in the background. Because if you think if you think you can do it all, you're never going to be successful because you can't do it all. And you need to build a team. So even if you're out for a day or two, everything is still running. And you can actually, you know, like if, I, if I'm going away somewhere, I can actually schedule when the podcasts are going to drop. But I think if you don't have a team, it's a lot harder if you're a one-man show. You're never going to be able to walk away from your from your business for any time. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Always delegate. That's the only way that you can scale. It's just those little things of you know adding time blocking even in those special moments. So 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 you know like look if something needs my attention that I I want to be involved on something just just have it separated. So that that's great. So how do you um. So when it comes to you know resilience is like that that's the big word here with you and I see it all the time. I mean, uh, with everything that you do, uh, it, what are what are some some challenges or friction points that you typically see when you're advising your clients that to to do something you know regarding to to bouncing back to to better their business in life. Well, for me, like I said, now I'm working with hundreds of business owners. And and I've also had a lot of friends that are multi-millionaires and billionaires like like Meltzer and stuff like that. But And something that, that I hear a lot is, well, this is the way it used to be. 
Well, if that's your mindset, this is the way it used to be. You're not going to be in business for very long. Like I, I hear everybody. Oh, I got a friend. He owns a GNC and we were talking and he's like, yeah, well, business is slow, but I don't want to make videos. I don't want to be on camera. And I'm like, I can't help you because that's, you know, short, short form video is king right now, whether that's on YouTube shorts, whether it's TikTok. Um, if you're just going to continue doing business the way it used to be done, you're not going to be in business much longer. And that's coming from a 54 year old guy that's just learning how to make videos with captions. I got to put into work so I can make sure that I'm staying ahead of everybody else. Because if you don't stay ahead, you're going to get run over. And I think that's one of the biggest problems I'm seeing is people, they're not evolving with the times. Yeah. I And that, you know, attached perfectly with the, uh, you know, being resilient also includes being adaptable, right? And, and uh, being in business where the world is changing so fast, you have to be able to survive. You have to be adaptable. You have to adapt to the conditions of now, you know, if you're not putting yourself out there, your competition is right. And, and the, the thing about short video and long form at all, like just video in general, it's a, such a big way of nurture, right? It's because people are seeing your face, they're seeing you communicate the message and how you do it and your expressions and all that. So people can really connect with you in a deeper level. The audio part is good, like written part is good. But then when it comes to video, now there's captions. So you're getting the written part. Then you're getting the audio, right? You're listening to it. Then you're also uh, getting the video. So like you're you're seeing those, the reactions of, of people, the emotions that they have when they're delivering a message. And that goes such a long way, especially when you're trying to convert strangers into clients and then hopefully even advocates of your brand because you're, you're so good that want to tell the world about you right so that that's well, what i see i i was i was talking to one of the executives from youtube and he was telling me yesterday that 78 percent of people are watching youtube at work so if you don't have captions on they're just going to swipe away they're just, mm -hmm. just going to keep swiping so you know just think about that so if you don't have captions only 20 21 or 22 percent are going to actually be able to watch your video at work so that, that's a big chunk that's 78 percent are just going to swipe up if they don't read captions and captions ca capture people there's a reason why they have closed captionings on all tvs there's a reason why yeah but if you're not doing it well you're going to get you're you're going to get left behind yeah that's exactly what i told uh my video editor i was like hey make sure that Yes, you. Uh, it's cool to have B-roll and cut some stuff, but make sure that the message is still getting conveyed even without the audio, especially in the beginning, because uh, a lot of people, they even if they're not on work, uh, they have it like silence because, you know, they're in the train, they're somewhere. And then uh, I, for me, like I decide if it's worth having the audio on after I kind of watch a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe I do want to listen to this, you know? So definitely something to have in mind for sure. Yeah, and people don't, a lot of people don't realize that YouTube is either the first or second search engine. YouTube is the first or second search engine. And TikTok is now the number three search engine in the world. So if you're not on those three, you're going to get left behind. Yeah. And now even, uh, so because of that, Instagram, I, I, I saw uh, the, 
they are going to start doing uh, SEO type search engine stuff. So like now you're going to be able to talk to, to type coach or marketing or whatever. And now they're going to start having recommendations. So I was checking it out and they, they I, I couldn't see it yet. Like it wasn't working, but it, it's going to start uh, being a thing now because if it's working, you know, uh, people, other people have to adapt. Uh, even huge companies like Meta, right? Like they are being low. Let me let me adapt to what people are consuming and how they're consuming it and how they're searching for things. So. That's why I also see a lot of business owners, they're not on LinkedIn. And a lot of people don't realize that LinkedIn, I think they're owned by Microsoft mm-hmm. or one of the big. So yeah, when you put a LinkedIn, something on LinkedIn and write an article, it gets right into the news, right into the news feeds of different, um, like, you know, Google and stuff like that. So if you're not on LinkedIn, where the money's at, that's where the big boys play. Yeah, definitely. There's there's um so much, you know, so many things, different different things, right? Like the the to different platforms, different uses. So hopefully, you know, for for people that are watching this, like, don't get overwhelmed. Pick one channel and and commit to one, and then expand from there. But definitely, you know, the easiest that I found. Uh, to to be able to network with people is LinkedIn. LinkedIn, everybody's there to they're willing to co- talk to strangers. It's it's a networking thing, so that's a great way to to start. I started there, I focused there first, and that's my biggest channel. Uh, and, and I I love Instagram and I love um you know even Facebook and things like I still use them a lot. And and when I when I have connections with people already, I typically talk more there because sometimes in LinkedIn I have so much going on. <laughs> Right. So, but they, to tell, to talk to strangers, there's no better place than LinkedIn for sure. <laughs> you always have to make sure because there's always new, there's always new platforms popping up. And even like Gary said, Gary Vaynerchuk said, is when a new platform starts, it's easier to get on the bottom floor and become a big fish in that platform. But you got to be there. You got to go where the eyes and the attention are, you know? So, and that's yeah. what you do. You said you, you make sure that people get seen. Exactly. And and everything starts with that, you know, that, that uniqueness and bringing that out and building your brand. And then now that we know that we, this is resonating, right? Cause we do small validation and then after it's validated, then that's where like, okay, all we need is more eyes. Now we can go to pay traffic. Now we can go on a podcast tour. Now we can go on a TV tour. Now we can do things that we know is resonating the message. Now it's just getting it out there. That, 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 that's the easy part, to be honest. Uh, as long as you know there's a budget and you know we can work with all kinds of budgets right but you need to you're ready to invest you have something validated you should have some money because if it's validated that means some people bought from you right so <laughs> and then it's that's when you go into to not waste money because a lot of people think oh i need more cli- more clients let me just do paid ads and i'm gonna get a bunch of clients like no you're probably gonna waste a lot of money if people are not resonating with your message you don't have anything unique you're just gonna cr- scroll past it so and plus, there's over 400,000 active podcasts. They're all looking for guests. So if you're not on two or three podcasts a week, that is probably the one of the best ways to get your business known is to being on podcasts. Because you get, you get to be in front of their whole audience. That's that's it. And the best way to get into podcasts and to network too, like that I found in, in this mean. It has worked for us clearly. Uh, is that being a podcaster too, right? Like being a host of your own show, so that way you also have your own platform that you can bring people. Like right? you have such an amazing platform that now you know being able to 
to build relationships, you know, with David Meltzer, with Gary, with all these different people that are so big. And it's because, you know, you, you, you've gotten yourself out there first and then you start creating platforms that you can add value to people. And then now you have your own platform that will be gladly have you in their platform because of, you know, you, you have that you're leading with value, which is the most important thing here. Yeah. It's yeah. always about, it's always about, even like Gary said, you know, jab, 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 right hook, make sure you throw a lot of more jabs before you throw a right hook. Cause when you do throw that right hook, people are going to show up if you add enough value. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, any one or two takeaways you want to leave the audience with? Uh, be humble and be teachable. Like, I I think we're at a th episode a thousand something. And I just picked up a book by my friend Eric Allen. He got he just put out a, a book yesterday. It was about how to become a better podcaster. I bought the book and I took five things away from it that I already added into my repertoire. So make sure that, you know, no matter how big you think you are, you can always learn. And if you stay humble and stay teachable, then you're always going to be ahead of the curve because you're gonna, you're willing to pick up what everybody else is laying down. I completely agree with that. Be a lifelong student, right? Just always, there's always room for improvement. And uh, look, it doesn't matter how much uh, Richard here knows about podcasting, clearly has a very, a very successful podcast, but he also is willing to, uh, to keep taking advice and look implementing stuff that he learned because he took the chance to to learn from that person right from that book so yeah. it's a very important uh then th that that's 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 very good so um we're just here before wrapping this up what what type of people who who are you looking to connect with and how can people find you uh, i'm looking to connect with anybody that's struggling mentally physically spiritually or financially because no matter if you're a ceo or if you're the janitor we all struggle with the same stuff and whether you're a millionaire or a billionaire it just you have more money so you got more problems yeah. so that's why I'm, I'm looking to anybody that's struggling i'm looking to um, get in touch with them if anybody wants to get in touch with me they can just go into their search bar type in vertical momentum we are on the first seven pages of google we have everything on the first seven pages. So you can find me on all 14 of my different platforms. Yeah. So just in case you don't know how to spell Richard Kaufman, which I struggle with sometimes, <laughs> you can just type vertical momentum pretty easy. Yeah. You find the podcast from there. You're going to get whatever you want to you want to get because uh, pretty sure you have all the, you know, all the links attached to that, right? All in the description, yeah. all that. So. Yeah. You heard it. So pretty easy to find, you know, uh, just vertical momentum, Google that. And uh, if you're struggling, you want help, especially, you know, we're, we're veterans. So if you're a veteran business owner that, that want to tap into community, we're, we're part of a big, like, like over 16,000 uh, veteran business owners that we have in a group in, uh, in Facebook. So feel free to reach out, veteran or not. Uh, but yeah. just you want to send that distinction. To vet, vet tribe. And we are on um, Facebook. We have 16.5 thousand veteran business owners. So, and we're all there to help you guys out. We're, we're all we're all there to grow. Exactly. So, I think it's vet vetpreneur or vet vet tribe. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, vetpreneur. So, if you are a vetpreneur, definitely join us. We'd love to have you. 
So uh, again, like thanks for for taking the time to to be here. Uh, I think this is this is great, great conversation. Um, a lot of a lot of good stuff in here. And if you want to learn more about what I do, what I what Richard does, just reach out to us. We're happy to to assist you. So thank you for taking the time, Richard. Love you, brother. <laughs> so this is Richard Kaufman and Fu, and this is us signing off. Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.